At the present stage in my life, I think it suffice to say that my concert experiences have evolved over the years. When I was just a young thing, my first live music experience besides the gospel choirs and church was seeing these dudes under five feet. Fast forward years later to my first time at the Verizon Center, then called the MCI Center, I believe, and I was in high school with the parental approval to see a bunch of dudes who rapped like this. Y'all know me, still the same OG, but I've been low key, hated on by most these niggas with no cheese, no deals. And now it's Friday, August 19th, a blisteringly hot day, ones we've come to know so well in Washington, D.C. The nearby Chinatown metro station is inundated with a diverse crowd eager to see arguably one of the most talked about tours on the globe, Summer 16 Tour with Drake in Future. It's been sold out forever, so Facebook conversations and posts in my world are often of those desperately seeking ways to get up in that building for one of those two nights to see the show. Like any concert attended by an individual who is about to turn 32, all age shows are a rude awakening to just how far you are from the wonder years. Oh, baby, Oh, and the attire, such fodder for the eye. Women in various uniforms, some dressed amazingly, with a strong grip on the gift that is fashion, and others who just wanted to show skin. Then there are the men, who often dress as if they'd be occupying the stage themselves. When no, no, to your seat, with your bag of popcorn, you go. The room reeked of marijuana. It's decriminalized in D.C. now, though, so I won't tattle. I imagine many different kinds of narcotics are present, and this isn't mentioned as a form of reduction of the show, but to emphasize our inner desire to want to enhance experiences. The woman a few seats down from me tried to sneak pills in her mouth from her purse. There's like 15,000 people in here, I thought to myself. Ain't no one paying attention to you, lady? Except me. I wasn't in this building to review the modern drug culture or light-skinned Canadians who sing so well. I was here to review a gentleman from Georgia. With blonde-tipped dreads, his famously high cheekbones, and his propensity for drinking dirty Sprite, as he calls it, for me, the man of the hour, was future. On Friday, August 19th, after an explosive set by Drake, and I mean literally explosive, like there was like arguably a dangerous amount of pyro used in, this, in, the, like, in these sets, future emerges from underground in all white. Also, if I may mention, I was mightily impressed by the stage directions of these men. This was like a well-rehearsed Broadway show, as it should be at this level of performance. But damn, it's reassuring to know some people still care about such attention to detail. His visuals, bright and vivid, both alarming and shocking, range from an oceanic view with the American flag in the background to him being gunned down by police. His DJ, known as Esco, who I'm a huge fan of after having read about his experience in a prison in Dubai, is playing his role as DJ slash energetic hype man. Future removes his coat and unveils a John Wall Bullets jersey. Wasn't as fresh as the jersey I was wearing, which was of my high school basketball team, but it's his first arena tour. My man's still learning. Crowd goes wild as he launches into an endless run of hits. Songs I knew of before I even knew the name Future. Like, when you wake up before you brush your teeth, you grab your scrap, nigga. All the time you get down on your knees, you don't crowd, nigga. For what you heard, God blessing all the trout, nigga. God blessing all the trout, nigga. Wait a thousand eight grams on the squat. I got a lowercase T across my chest. You crack house doing numbers, then you bless. You move your mama to a crib from the Jets. It's so much alcohol and push on my bro. Praying five times a day to catch a pro. Hanging in the cut. Sold over a 
to this one. He'd run back and forth across the stage with endless energy, cupping the mic as he'd go from hit to hit as everyone in the crowd around me knew every single word. Whether or not I could hear their voices, I could see them mouthing them. Also, what I love about rap shows is when the artist holds the mic to the crowd as if, like, the mic's going to pick that up. I mean, that's not a condenser mic. Like, that, it doesn't work like that, but whatever. He had dancers on stage with him. I found the dancers to be a bit unnecessary, but they certainly didn't withdraw from the performance. As a performer, I think Future still needs some work. For one, I can barely understand what he's saying often. He's performed a lot, but he still has so much more in him, so I imagine in time he'll learn how to stretch out the language, even when it may not be on the same rhythm of his recorded version, just so it sounds clearer for the audience. As a dancer, he's no student of Juilliard, but his moves have gained widespread attention and have become contagious on the dance floor. He dances as if he's playing basketball, which he did in high school. He has his patented through the legs move, then the pretend jumper. I'm well acquainted with these moves because a guy I know has done visuals for him on previous tours and posts these moves on Instagram with the caption, Future Teaches Us Modern Dance. At rap shows or with rap in general, there is always the question of language use. The misogyny of the lyrics in hip-hop and having to view women say words in a song lyric that are offensive to them is off-putting. I'm often extremely critical of this aspect of rap. Future's lyrics are guilty of this, as are many others. But strangely, as I've become more self-aware, I'm hesitant to harshly criticize another black man. While I don't agree with his language use and disagree with claims by other journalists who say this will never leave hip-hop, I believe that the industry will push he and others in a new direction. Believe me, it will happen, and he'll likely fall in line like the rest. I also hold my tongue because when I read about many of these men and learn their history, I'm forced to take a step back. One must consider perspective. It's not a scapegoat or a free pass, but a consideration of another person's journey. I'm the child of two college-educated parents, private schooling, and the suburbs. I don't know what it's like to truly suffer, and if there are any sufferings brought upon me, it was typically self-inflicted. So what I view is a man on stage who has traveled a hellish journey, farther than any can imagine except the man himself, to the smiley presence he was in that arena. A presence that causes people of all races to scream, hold blunts in the air, and bounce. He deserved to shine. As strange as it is to read aloud, the future of today will not be the future of tomorrow. His evolution and where he'll take his career and the genre are the most exciting things about him. At the least, give this man credit for being brutally honest. He named himself Future and then became it. I dedicated every damn thing to this. I had to take a loss so I could cherish this shit. 200 pounds of cushion trying to sell that shit. My amigo said, fuck it, he gonna mail the brick. Soon as I get my